0: Now I can back again with the inf- aforementioned back again. Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody wang chung tonight. Eebie deebie deebie doo doo doo. Lumpa dumpa dumpa take a wump. Gotta find a way to super chats. Get a thing so i ever see nobody. Maybe do a little calling show. But with some people on Telegram. I sent an evite to Mike and Tony. But they didn't even see my stuff yet. What's-his-face is in Australia, Frederick Newton okay welcome to rcr podcast number 103 we have headphones now i'm brian
1: i'm nick i'm posting about this right now nick is
0: wearing Sen. nick is wearing a a gift that my brother got me he's wearing sennheiser wireless headphones but they're analog wireless headphones and they need to tune into a low power radio frequency well that's all wi-fi any wi-fi is just low power radio but um there's a little broadcaster over there and it goes in through component cables into the output of the mixer. And it works because right now uh, my headphones are wired and they go right into the headphone like out that has a little monitor one. But without a potentiometer, if we had multiple people here, they'd be all uh, bound to one volume control. But with those, there are he has a volume control, and it's up here. You, uh, there's like two knobs. One is literally tuned, like an old-school radio. He can tune it in to hear it. And then the second one controls his volume. So so this sort of works. Um, I need to go get my seltzer and maybe make tea because my throat really, really dries out with this. And well, by the way, yeah, mute.
1: Oh, yeah. The mutant all right
0: so do we need to hold for sound um no well actually just give it five seconds okay holding for sound now
1: so yeah uh we are here with vrcr podcast but we have headphones now so it's nice (laughs) Uh, I'm not putting mine on until it comes
0: time to put them on because I need more uh, a longer aux cable because otherwise I'm going to be like over here.
1: Over here?
0: Yeah, I need an extra like three feet so I can move around. Uh, let's get right into it because we can only uh, keep this up for like an hour because I have my first therapy session in an hour. Here, here. So, uh, Ryan Vance with a very generous donation asked, trying to find my dad's 1971 914. Sold out of New Jersey in 1995. Can't find it on Carfax. 914, uh, 914 World PCASCCA or a local enthusiast page. Its title check says it was last registered in New Jersey in 2009. Are any ideas? My VIN number is 471-291-3642. Uh, and it's too old for Carfax. Well, um,
1: how did... How did they
0: do? How it did back Dom? In the day? Well, Dominic's was ninety-three, and you're talking seventy-one. Yeah. Um. I think. I think your best bet is to. Uh, maybe ask some dealerships, like a dedicated Porsche dealership in the area, or Porsche specialty shop. Say, hey, I'm trying to find my dad's, and trying to find an owner. Do you have any records from a 1970, 1971 seventy one nine fourteen? And it'll be up to the dealership or, or uh, 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 specialty shop to see if they wanted to volunteer that information to give you a at least a phone number that you can call. And you know this sort of thing happens all the time. You're trying to f- track down a specific VIN. Um, you're go- if it's not going to show up on on the internet, then you have to be an old school sleuth. And just start asking around and just say hey i'm trying to find this important if you have pictures of that car pictures at uh, the more pictures you have to say this is my dad's old car have you seen something like this around like you're literally a detective so that's how you will do it good question uh someone says oh my, oh my god rcr live get on twitch we tried twitch it's another platform I'll I'll get we'll do Twitch if I absolutely positively must do it
1: yeah it's Um, just hard to figure out and it's correct me if I'm wrong does Twitch actually uh retain things for posterity or are you SOL if you missed the stream I don't know um I think they do not sure yeah I don't know it's hard to really gauge one way or the other um Mm -hmm. well i mean it shouldn't be i could do the research but i don't care Mm -hmm. which is the issue
0: yeah Uh, that's my thing about twitch i don't care
1: yeah oh so um oliver from canada um Mm -hmm. for the the westphalia he I actually got his package in the mail which he sent me a drinkable Ford which I should explain I I don't know if I explained this on the last podcast or not but if I did sorry for repetition but basically it is a uh smoothie a limited edition smoothie that uh Ford has put out uh, exclusively in Canada, to my knowledge, that is comprised from the very same ingredients that are used to make their now sustainable vehicles. So um, they're sustainable electric vehicles. So the idea is that they're using these sustainable materials that are basically, in a sense, um, using, you know, like, Vegetables and like coconut husks Mm -hmm. and like rice and yeah, all these other things and they actually printed the recipe for it on their website and it looks pretty good. It's like a raspberry colored smoothie comes in a glass bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, and I haven't tried it yet. I was thinking we'd try it on the podcast, but I didn't think far enough ahead. So I completely forgot it. Mm -hmm. Um, but the idea that you can essentially drink the materials that are used to create of ford car in a very in the broadest of senses is kind of uh i don't know interesting to me like i was thinking if i really wanted to be a troll it'd be like a christmas special but i'm thinking really it's more second channel content mm-hmm. which is this so i was thinking whoa i can hear myself way too much um but yeah it's Something where, you know, the same way that where we reviewed like Pennsylvania or shopping carts or whatever, I figured we could just review like, hey, what if uh, here's a drinkable car, Mm -hmm. which I mean, it's kind of clickbaity, but it's also kind of joke. like, you know what you're getting with us. Mm -hmm. So it's not really that far afield, but I'm very excited to try it. So hopefully it's good. (laughs) Is it a powder? no it's already a, pre- a prepared smoothie uh, in like a, a it's the type of bottle that you know the milkman delivers in oh um, okay one of those nice ones uh-huh. so yeah i was thinking just take it like shots because i kind of want to get a video uh, out of it also for limited time roman my uh private channel not my private channel my personal channel which i just review limited edition food stuff with my nephew so i don't know that's fun
0: How are our levels, by the way? I I noticed when when I talk, Nick's mic is more sensitive than mine. So I I just boosted myself a little bit. So let me know. Uh, uh, Brian, Brian, Brian. Oh, Nick, Nick, Nick. Brian, Brian, Brian. Nickelodeon. Brian. Nick. Brian. Nick. Brian. Nick. Brian. Nick. Brian. Nick. Brian. Nick. (laughs) Brian. Nick. All right. They say it sounds fine. <laughs> good. Um, in my desire to have validation and uh, get a good job from a father figure who was emotionally kind of absent, not his fault, he's on the spectrum. Um, I prepared a outline for my therapist. Mm. It's three pages. going over all of my bullshit. Like, let's not waste time here. Yeah. Um, The big challenge that I talked about on Twitter is finding a therapist who uh, could empathize with growing up gay in a small homophobic town. Ideally, you would want someone LGBTQ themselves. So they, someone who would have lived it. But hopefully I found an ally and I'll be talking with him in. I still have time, like an hour and 45 minutes. So we got plenty of time. Yeah. Um, the upside is he does live around here, so he understands this area of Pennsylvania, which I always viewed as a F my L fuck my life attitude. Yeah. And also as Ben McElwee put it so well people around here, everybody has an, I got screwed story and they wear it like a tiara. So, um, there's that. So maybe at least he can understand that. Um, but my goals for therapy is, uh, be able to be, be able to be in a positive relationship, uh, with a man within five years and also within five years, leave this area now. I don't specify how far, um, and it's not a money question. Thanks to you, money isn't an issue of leaving. So why do I stay around the midstate and not move like to the Lehigh Valley or closer to Philly where people are more kind yes. to LGBTQ stuff than they are around here. Around here, I feel like I need to pass. And also adjust to their wishes and always have, like, I, I've made up fake girlfriends just to like, uh, just to make people happy. Yeah. I made them up to my parents. Anyway.
1: Oh, I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's something where. I don't know why ha- being in a relationship is the barometer for you're doing okay yeah but apparently it is so sometimes mm-hmm. we go along with that and i don't think there's anything inherently wrong other than that you're just sort of putting a band-aid on something you mm-hmm. know or yeah just trying to defer any sort of deeper criticism from loved ones over how well you're doing.
0: Yeah. I always felt that my love was very conditional with my parents Mm. and they said they wasn't, of course they said it wasn't, but I could tell that my dad was happiest when I got good grades in math and science. Yeah, And I don't know what made mom happy. Growing up, when I asked mom for any sort of advice, she would just read the Bible or just quote Bible verses.
1: Uh, Yeah. eh. Mm. I mean. It is intended to be used as an instructive or moral tool, but so I can understand where that would come from. And especially being from around this area where Mm -hmm. it is very much a, I don't want to say Bible Belt, but there is very clear delineation between various forms of religion and Mm -hmm. secularity. And so I could understand why that would be the approach, but I don't think it's the right approach necessarily. So, Mm -hmm. um, no judgment on people who take that approach. Right. But yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. and I believe I push people away romantically because if I may have been emotionally neglected, whereas, and also I don't like it when my mom hugs me Mm. and dad never did. So there's something weird going on there, but I desire to be held. I have a desire to be held and physically touched deeply, but only on my terms. Yes. I disassociate when someone touches me without permission, it mm. makes physical contact with me. I don't like being hugged from behind and I don't like being surprised by physical touch. At the same time, I am touch starved. I go to bed hugging second pillows, imagining that they're people I know. Yeah. Not you.
1: <laughs> no, that's no worries there. Um, um,
0: so that's a challenge. okay. how how am I going to have a positive relationship with someone and work through my simultaneous fear of intimacy and also great desire to have physical contact? Um, there have been a few very special people in my life um who have platonically snuggled me, and that was like, getting a drink when you're dying of thirst. Mm. Um, And my second most happiest moment in my life happened, which I won't go into, but someone who I respect very dearly hugged me for like an hour. And I'm like, okay, this is exactly what I want. Uh, Someone who I also, who's in a similar line of work as me and I already respect as a friend and almost a cohort or and a cohort yeah mm-hmm. um and but my also my fear of intimacy I, I like people to I like to have a very close uh for lack of for, for my lack of skill in dating a snuggle session eh? yeah um and then go away yeah, yeah well, <laughs> and then go away it, not not like leave right now but three days is nice. Three days is a good amount of time. And then I can crawl back into my cave and edit videos.
1: Yeah. I mean, professional cuddlers exist. I don't know if they're around this area. I but... paid
0: one, one time, like yeah. four years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: That was when I knew I had a problem. Like, and I felt fantastic. Yeah. Um, but that was also when I was trying to pass her straight. She charged 50, I gave her 60. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, This is, this is what, but is, Touch-starved, I think, is just a symptom of my lack of skill in building a, a intimate relationship with someone because on a date, what do I do? Why on earth would you want to be with me? And here I am trying to sell a product that I don't believe in.
1: Mm, that's so a, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think part of the issue in a broader way, not necessarily with you, but with men in this situation in general is that we're in a a period where guys are more than ever before encouraged to be vulnerable but that vulnerability isn't necessarily met with a different attitude Mm -hmm. you know vulnerability can be encouraged emotional openness can be encouraged but Mm -hmm. unless other people are willing to meet you on those terms then You know, it's not really the same level of healthy interaction that you get from, I mean, I think this is why therapy is so necessary because it provides a safe space for men to be vulnerable in a Mm -hmm. time where, you know, even though you're encouraged to be emotionally open, we're still very much in that man up mentality, Mm -hmm. get over it. Uh, you don't have it that hard. It's that type of thing. That's what I got from dad yeah
0: what do you have to complain about you have everything you need yeah here we gave you everything yeah you're still unhappy which but looking back you gave me everything except for um empathy i suppose yeah Yeah. it's it's kind of of course that's come from a a naval officer
1: (laughs) well but this is also a thing where like i would find myself especially in the early days of our friendship Desperately wanting what you had in the sense of having people who literally prepared you in a very um Mechanically adult way not mechanically. That's a bad word for it but in a way of like the tools of Adulthood because Mm -hmm. I didn't really get that it was mostly um like yes We got a lot of affection, but in terms of like actually preparing for adulthood and like I love my mother and everything I love her to death, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like I was prepared for being an adult. I was just told, go to college, go to college. Don't worry about everything else. Just go to college. Oh, really? And it ended, I got to adulthood and I didn't have any life skills Mm -hmm. because she was too busy working and I didn't like my dad passed away when I was like five or six, I don't Mm -hmm. even remember anymore. And so it's a strange thing where, uh, you know, you get to a point in your life where you realized like, wow, I'm whatever age and I don't know how to X Y Z you yeah know? and so I wish that I had that now it's something where I mean it's not I understand that people get different things growing up where there are different forms of uh understanding your life as you go forward but in the grand scheme of things uh I think we always end up having to seek what we need elsewhere mm-hmm. where whether it's in therapy or whether it's like me finding someone like you or my girlfriend who literally shows me how to do things that I don't know how to do.
0: That's, it, that's so good. Being able to ask, can you show me X?
1: Yeah. And to not feel stupid for asking because it yeah. has to be someone you trust and respect and know won't judge you. And so it's this thing where, I mean, people say, like certain unconditional love unconditional respect all these things are great but people don't always recognize how hard they are to come by
0: no oh, yeah so yeah. i'm gonna go get uh, feel free to ask any answer any questions i'm just gonna go get like my two seltzer waters
1: oh go for it um seven moods asks, how's the stick lessons going um they're going well i no one's actively teaching me i'm just kind of going out there uh sometimes i'll have a passenger with me just so i feel more comfortable which is a strange way to feel because normally i remember when i was first learning how to drive in general that i didn't want i was like always afraid or not when i was first learning to drive but after i first got my license i was terrified of having passengers with me because i felt confident and comfortable in my driving but there was just something about like being responsible for another person's life you know it's kind of like the same hesitations i have about being a dad like i'm not a dad and i don't plan on ever being one but it's that thing where like i don't want to like mess something up but yeah it's going about as well as it can be i mean it's a kia rio without power steering so like what are you really gonna do with it (laughs) um and uh, yeah it's just i don't know it's a very routine sort of thing but it's fun and yeah, you need like you a nar-
0: i was looking at gnarly wheels and like a quick release adapter for that thing <laughs> oh but then you lose your airbag oh so that's uh, another thing yeah, yeah no. you kind of want that thing
1: and i definitely know that uh, yeah. that i need that so <laughs> or f- will potentially so yeah
0: all right so it is as close as near as makes no difference yeah we got a good
1: healthy number of uh super chats
0: yeah um TheraMade 12 doesn't have a question but thank you for uh thank you for your donation. Thank you so much. Yeah, at this point like all the super chat donations is going toward my therapy. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, cuz we aren't traveling anywhere.